Mr. Matter Matthew? Everything is okay? What? <laughs> so is this how you can do the mic check? Mm, maybe. <laughs> Welcome to Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to how do you like or what condiments do you like on your hot dogs. Is this like the third time we've done this? No, we topic? haven't. Okay, so burgers then. So how do you like your burgers then? Didn't we do con- burgers? No, we've okay. done, no, we've done like how do you like it cooked. We never did condiments. I could, okay, sure. Why not? I, I don't generally do condiments. Well, uh, maybe ketchup? I mean, you don't just eat a patty on, a, on, a, on bread. I put lettuce tomato on it. Is it? Yeah, sometimes I'll put ketchup. That's so boring. Yeah, I'm boring. You gotta get creative. Some sauteed onions, some sauteed mushrooms. No, I've some, tried. Some not cheese, my thing. some aged cheese. Nope. Ooh, no, cheese, cut out cheese. barbecue sauce. Not, gonna, not big of cheese. Mm, oh, mm, barbecue mm, sauce. Now that's mm. a whole other That's or, a whole other thing. Or sauteed onions, like fried onions. Oh, boy, oh boy. Uh, I'll do it with some barbecue sauce. Though. Barbecue sauce Actually, is a joke. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Texas, Texas burgers? Sure. So. I went through a phase where I put barbecue sauce on like everything. Oh, it was like banana barbecue sauce. You froze, son. I swear, I don't remember how it came about, but just one day I was like, you know, I'm pretty sure barbecue sauce goes on everything. And I had to put it on every Rice, barbecue sauce, eggs, barbecue sauce, salad, barbecue sauce. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, I don't think that's healthy. Well, look at me now. <laughs> anyway, as always, you are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples on number two. two. Apples. Or you're listening to us on Google Podcasts or Apple, what is it, Apple Podcasts or Google Play Music. Sorry about that. It's been... There we go. I haven't yeah. messed that up in a long time. You haven't, and you didn't mess it up this time. So, Google Play Music or Apple Podcasts. Uh, you're joining us for our 2019 WWE Fastlane review <laughs> show. Before we get into that, of course, I am one of your hosts, Will the Thrill. The Shakespearean candidate, the poetarian, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I'll be because that's who I am. Don't look at me. Don't even start. You don't. You don't, don't shut your face. You don't even. You say. You know what pisses me off? You say you could be whatever we need you to be, but you never have a poem for us. And you say you want to be a poetarian. Oh my god! But I never I'm, see a poem. Bro, I'm telling I you. I never see. We come wait here until the month every of April. Week. And I'm gonna drop bombs I know, on y'all I want it every now. day. No. So you're no, gonna have to make a WrestleMania no. poem for WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm, there's going to be one yeah, every it's, it's, single... It takes them a year to write a, a one poem, oh, I will. so... Yeah. You want to introduce yourself? Oh, the people already know who I am. I'm the double Z and the double E. Maddie Bizzle, ba 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 boom <laughs> All right? Ba-ba-ba-ba-boom. <laughs> anyway, as I said before, we are going to talk about WWE Fastlane 2019, the last pay-per-view before Yikes. WrestleMania. So now... Do we need this pay-per-view? No. Now we are officially... Without question, on the road to WrestleMania. We're, they used to advertise that after Royal Rumble. Yeah, it is. that's when it starts. Like, the, road Russell, the road to WrestleMania starts after, after Royal Rumble. Rumble. But they really didn't make a big... But this is the last big, stop. This is the last stop. But they, yeah, I guess. But they don't. They never made a big thing out of it this year. And just, it, it's, it's pissing me off. They WWE is just look, messing oh, wait, up. Wait, wait, let's, let's, oh. Somebody ring that bell. All right, no, you're right. You're 100% right. The, the, I mean, there's the way the WWE has been booking everything lately, it's been a mess. So I'm not too surprised that, you know, there hasn't been much effort put into the whole 
you know, road to WrestleMania thing. But here we are. So the card was a bit of a mess. When we got off the air on Tuesday night, you know, when we went on Wednesday right. morning, there was a kickoff match set between Andrade Cien Almas and Rey Mysterio. Apparently, that was scrapped, replaced with Big E and Xavier, Word, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods uh, versus Shinsuke and Rusev. And then Rey and Andrade were put in a rematch of SmackDown's Fatal 4-Way for the U.S. title, which was later on in the main show. So before we even start the night, our predictions are already 0-1, just because of this nonsensory. I don't know, man. This was... Ugh. I, I feel like the card felt like a combination of kickoff matches that were just thrown together. Throughout the night. I don't know that I felt like there were kickoff matches, but they definitely the whole show was thrown together. You can tell the whole show felt like it was just okay, uh, that and then okay, and then this and then, and then that. Some would say they were just putting barbecue sauce into everything. Exactly, <laughs> they put barbecue sauce on everything, and some of it tasted good, and some of it was awful. Some of it was bananas and and barbecue sauce and salads and salads, and Ooh. others were burgers. And, and steaks. And steaks, exactly. Yeah. So let's talk about... Not the, a good steak. Anyway, okay. So the kickoff match, the New Day one, they went over with the... Um, what was that thing called? The, their, their finisher? Beats me. I forgot what it's... Oh, Midnight Hour. The Midnight Hour. Sure, why not? Now, before the match, Kofi was, was called by a PA or someone. It was like, hey, the McMahons want to see you in their office about the WWE Championship match. So he goes to do that. So he was not at ringside for the match. New Day wins. Blah, blah, blah. The main show starts with the Usos defending their SmackDown Tag Team Championships versus The Miz and Shane McMahon. So I'm not surprised this starts the show. I think um, Shades and I mentioned this on Tuesday that this will probably be the show opener. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty decent match. Um... The Miz started, the Mick Miz, what I was calling them. Mick Miz had some good chemistry, and they had the upper hand for like the first half of the match. Uh, then the Usos turn the tables. Miz gets a hot tag. There's a couple notable spots, in my opinion. Um, the Miz was doing a lot more high-flying stuff and riskier stuff than he normally does. Mm-hmm. So he did a top turnbuckle splash from the top onto the Usos, who are outside. That's something that I don't think I've ever seen The Miz do. We saw Miz do a couple other things, and one of them, again, a high-flying move, which is going to play into the finish. The Usos, I thought, had some interesting tag team stuff, and they did a tandem pop Samoan drop, which I thought looked really cool. They did a Samoan drop swinging neckbreaker combo on Shane McMahon, which I thought looked really cool. I love that spot with, um, what do you call it? I guess it was... Jimmy on top, and Shane was on the other side of the turnbuckle, and they looked at each other. Yes. And they, so uh, Shane was, like, set up like he was going to do coast to coast. Right. And then Jimmy, so, and then Miz was in the Miz middle of the, in the ring. Miz was in the middle of the ring. So, so Jimmy was about to do a drop. He was going to uh, do a splash. Uh, yeah, splash right onto, uh, onto the Miz. Miz. And him and Shane look at each other, and I'm like, someone just pull a top rope, and someone's going to fall off. I mean, I'm that, sure. That, that would have been it's another like, way to do it. It was like a game of chicken. But, because you had Jay right under Jimmy. Right. For the coast to coast, mm-hmm. you have Miz in the ring, and then you have the two guys on the top turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. It's a game of chicken. It's like, 
You going back gonna... down? You going back down? Exactly. We going back down? I'm back down. You Who, back down? You going to jump? Gonna I'm going to jump. You going to jump? Because if you jump, then I'm going to jump. If you jump and then I jump, then someone's going to jump and we both going to go down. <laughs> so essentially. They both jumped. <laughs> they both jumped. Jimmy went for the splash and Shane intercepted him mm-hmm. and need him pretty much I think the the goal of the spot was to like get him somewhere in the chest face area and I think he caught him in the nether regions because as soon as they both hit the mat Jimmy started grabbing his crotch and I was like oh he might have caught one beneath the belt yeah at the DQ (laughs) in boxing yeah or in MMA yeah Mm. and wrestling is just wrestling it's supposed to be a DQ low blows supposed to be yeah there's a lot of stuff that was supposed to happen tonight that didn't happen like a count out that never existed. Like Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien almost? Yeah. Anyway. So <laughs> So the big thing so it's important to note before that I was mentioning that Miz was trying these like high flying moves because essentially that's what cost them the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Jimmy who was prone in the middle of the ring and the Miz went for a frog splash. Now, there's a bunch of ways to do a frog splash, right? There's like a Eddie Guerrero traditional elbows to knees frog right. splash. And then there's like the split-legged frog splash is what D'Lo Brown and what RVD used to do. Mm-hmm. And the Miz said he has to do a split-legged. So he brought his hands all the way down to his crotch, legs just spread out. He just, it, was, it looked fantastic. But Jimmy got the knees up, rolled him into a small package, and one, two, three, the Usos retained. So, no one... I wasn't surprised. I thought they were going to lose. Talking about McMiz. And I also thought there was a heel turn coming. Mm-hmm. Because this is going to set up their Mania match. Right. Which is what happened. Only thing I got wrong in my head... I think we all got wrong. I figured it would be the Miz. Miz right. Because the Miz is a natural heel. Mm-hmm. And Shane is a natural face. But the wow. WWE said... Let's make let's take what makes sense and flip it on its head. And do the opposite. So after the match, the Miz and Shane are like consoling each other and they're giving each other daps and high fives and blah blah blah. Miz's dad is at ringside. They go, like, yeah, they go down to Shane's try, dad. Son. Right, you did a real great job out there. They raise all three of them raise their give hands together. Yeah. They give the hugs, blah blah blah. And then as Miz is walking away, Shane just jumps him from behind, starts beating the boy. And he's screaming to the dad, this is your son? This is your son? Like, this is your son? Gets in dad's face, like mushes his face. Picks him up by his face. Yeah. Like, Listen here, boy. Listen, this is your son. He made a baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's making another one. And he's got another one. <laughs> and so, so, yeah, so Shane is full on, like, grab my notes. Shane McMahon, he'll turn confirmed. <laughs> it is what it is. So... That was that match, and so then the Usos retain, and now we have the setup for Shane versus Miz going into WrestleMania. See, so I would have preferred if Shane were the the face and Miz were the heel, but I got whatever. Ugh. Apparently, it's twenty eight days to Mania. Twenty eight. It days? feels like it's less than that, but no, don't why not? Me. Don't remind me. I'm excited and nervous now that I know it's so close. I'm no longer excited. Now I'm nervous. I'm like, oh my god, it's it's a month away. Like, oh my god, I'm going to this thing. <laughs> I just really hope it's not bad. So you sure you don't want me to go to see that? that Shut your face. Match, right? yeah. anyway, anyway, so the following match was Asuka versus Mandy Rose for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yikes. Um, yikes is correct. <laughs> I do not like Mandy Rose. Um, I didn't. 
this that wasn't even my, my gripe. I don't mind Mandy Rose as much, but just the fact that she's in the title picture with Asuka as yeah. the champion right now yeah. is what's unfortunate. And I actually feel like Sonya Deville would be a much vi- more viable opponent. We said that before. We've said that plenty of times. A, Sonya's better in the ring, mm. and B, her aesthetic Son- is just more. Sonya built being to Sonya take being a former on... MMA uh, fighter mm-hmm. is more legit. Mm-hmm. Who, if, if I'm if I'm going Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville, who do I think is going to be a bigger competitor? I'm going Sonya Deville all day. Right. You know who was Mandy Rose? A, a trainer, a dancer, or some a cheerleader? I don't know. But she wasn't a wrestler or a Don't fighter. Be knocking on dancers, bro. I'm just saying she wasn't a fighter or a wrestler before coming to WWE. Mm. Sonya Deville was a fighter. Yeah. So in terms of like projecting legitness, which is what WWE loves to do recently, lately over the last few years with Brock and Ronda and blah blah blah, it should be Sonya. Mm-hmm. But instead, Sonya Deville plays second fiddle here. Uh, most of the match was kind of even, but Sonya Deville made her presence known. Like she tried to interfere a couple times. And, like, Asuka would kind of stop her. So, Deville went to one side of the ring to look for a weapon and then put the ring skirt back. And then she went to the other side of the ring. And this is where the, the finish of the match comes in. It was a short match, about six and a half minutes. <laughs> so, Sonya Deville uh, lifts up the ring skirt right. to grab a kendo stick, I think. Yes. And she leaves the skirt up so that it's on the ring apron. So, there's a point where Mandy Rose is doing an Irish whip into the ropes... And she slips or trips onto the ring skirt. She doesn't really trip? She doesn't really, but that was the script. That was what it was supposed to look like. And I was like, bro, that's how you're going to have Asuka win? So so Mandy Rose trips on herself and gets kicked in the face, and that's that's the end of the match. Yep. Asuka, who has been known as like this Dominant. dominant force from NXT, and then you pulled her up and you completely belittled her to... Pretty much nothing space. And then you hand her the title and you continue to make her nothing. Nothing. And this is her pay per view match right now. This is her first pay per view title defense. Bro, she was undefeated. They made this whole thing about her being undefeated in NXT. They call her up without losing. She relinquishes the title. She comes up, does nothing, loses the streak to Charlotte last year at WrestleMania, has done nothing since, just has the belt. And like you said, this is her first title defense. And we're going to have a rematch of this I at mean, Mania? And in her defense, they have no one else on SmackDown for her to wrestle. But that's not true, because they have Charlotte. Yes, that is, that, that's fair. It should have been but, Charlotte Asuka too. This but, should not be it, a thing. It should have been. This should not be a thing. It should have been Charlotte Asuka too. But end of story. Well, outside of Charlotte, there's no one else on the brand for her it's to because wrestle. They ha- because they have their top two oh, SmackDown wait, women you know what? in Raw. They had another woman on the show that they could have had a wrestle. Your favorite, Lacey Evans. The Saturdays of Southern Bell. Boy, I will hit you with one of these beer bottles. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, so she slips, Asuka hits her with a spinning back kick. Not even like an Asuka lock or anything, just a, a regular spinning just back a kick. Just a spinning back kick. Which, by the way, the replay showed she caught her she flush. Caught her. Flush her in the face. She was Ooh. like, done, done. Ooh, she caught, yo, you saw Ooh. her cheek, her jaw, her everything just moves to the side. And I was like, oh my lord, she did. <laughs> It was like one of them slow-mo videos where it's like, look at how a face come falls apart. I, I don't think I've ever been so happy to see someone get legitimately kicked in the face. Until Lacey Evans. When Asuka... When Asuka kicks, kicks her in the face? When at WrestleMania? Asuka kicks Lacey Evans square in the face. Would you be happy or sad to be able to see that at WrestleMania? I'd be 
angry that it's happening, but if she does clock her in the face at Mania, I will be the loudest boy in that in that stadium. I swear to you. Yeah. Met life going, no, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make the gravel tapple sign. Right? So, after this match... Oh, so Asuka wins by pinfall. She retains the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. So, after this match... We cut backstage to Kofi Kingston. Oh, wait, real quick. I want to yes. just cut to, um, but, so Oscar walks back, mm-hmm. and Sonya Deville is that out there with, oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Mandy. They kind of allude to the idea that they're going to split up again. Even but though they kind of, they've driven this angle, what, four or five months ago? They've done and this And they could have ran with it, but they didn't because, oh, wait, they have no one else in the roster, so they needed another tag team for the chamber match. So. It just doesn't make sense because. You still, I mean, you still need to keep your tag teams because you have this division, this division that's now across all brands. Mm-hmm. But you do need more singles women. But you don't need to break them up because they can still be doing single stuff without breaking up these two as a as a partnership. <sighs> Look, I don't care because I don't like Mandy Rose. <laughs> but I do have a feeling that if they split them up, Sonya Deville's going to fall by the wayside. Really, you think Sonya's going to fall? For sure. Because WWE is so high on Mandy Rose. Hmm. They are so high on Mandy Rose. What if they like move Sonya to Raw or something? They can't. Ronda Rousey's there. Well, what if Rou- the the brand sp- the, the shakeup is after Raw? Mania. After Mania, yeah. So if Ronda decides not to come back after Mania... Then they can put Sonya back on Raw. Of course. Yeah. But again, they're not going to do that because they prefer Mandy. Remember... WWE thinks that all their best talent should be on Raw. So if they have to pick between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, who is their, their favorite, they're going to pick Mandy. They're going to take Mandy and put her on Raw and leave Sonya Deville on SmackDown. We'll see. Because that's how WWE operates. Yes. Because they don't see what they have. They don't look at talent. They go, oh, look, we've seen her before for the last 20 years. This blonde, plastic, quote-unquote attractive woman. Right? Let's forget this other woman who's naturally attractive and physically gifted as a before as a professional wrestler. Let's forget her. Let's go with this Barbie doll thing. But whatever. Damn. I digress. Shall I move on? Yeah, yeah. So the following we see Kofi Kingston standing outside the McMahon's door and Big E and Xavier Woods roll up and they're like, yo, what's going on? What's man? going on, man? He's like, I've been waiting out here For since now. then. Like, it's been an hour. I know. <laughs> so then Xavier and, and Big E take it upon themselves to just enter the room. And the first thing I said was, yo, they're making Kofi seem mad docile. And I don't like it. It was the same thing that happened on that SmackDown episode when they took away his title shot. He just sat there and took it. He just stood there and took it while E and Woods were, far, were arguing for him. I'm like, why is it that these two guys are fighting for you more than you're fighting for yourself? I don't understand. I don't know if that's intentional. I don't know if that's because that's just Kobe's personality. I, I don't like it. I yeah, feel like it makes Kobe look soft. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if that was me and I'm getting shipped with my title opportunity, I'd be livid. I wouldn't need you or Shades to, to jump in and defend me. I'd be having my own things to say to whoever's got to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know? But, again, I digress. So they go into McMahon's office, and McMahon's like, oh, I've been waiting for you for like an hour. And Biggie's like, he's been waiting for you for 11 years. I was like, oh. Oh. Drop the mic. Sounded like the crowd right there. Right? <laughs> so he goes, okay, you, we're going to make the WWE Championship a triple threat match. And you might want to get out there because it starts right now. 
So Kofi Kingston goes out there. He's, you know, ready. And then someone with the headset goes over to the referee and the ring announcer. And they're like, what? Right now? Right now? Okay. I have just been informed that this following match is a handicap match. His opponents are The Bar. The Bar does not need to tag. They can be in the ring at the same time. Tornado style. Tornado style. So, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Don't know what the point of this is. Well, they were just like, okay. you know, they also flat out said right before that, they were just like, yeah, so the the title match that we just said was going to happen, not happening right now. Yeah. Right. Like, but, 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 Banks head against the wall. Okay. Right. And so then this is another match that was not on the card that's now on the card. It's not a thing now. And it's just, I don't understand what the point of this was. Because Kofi gets beat up for the entire five or six months that this match went on. And it's like, is this just Vince punishing Kofi? Is that the story here? That Vince is punishing Kofi? Because I don't, I don't get it. Mm. He gets beat up by the bar. The New Day tries to come out and, inter- and intervene. <laughs> but then Nakarusev come out and jumped up from behind. So they can't help. He eats the double white noise. And then they both stand on his chest for the pinfall. And I'm like, is this supposed to... I said to Jeremy, to Shades, I said, you know what? They're trying to do the same thing. They're copy and pasting Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. They're trying to garner as much sympathy for Kofi Kingston as possible. So when he wins at Mania, the crowd loses their minds. I strongly disagree with that direction. Strongly disagree with that direction. I think it's dumb. And I think we're going to see later on how this affects other performers and other wrestlers mm-hmm. in the company. I want to know how the energy is going to feel when you guys get to Mania about that. Because we have very different opinions about the Bellas, but when we, me and you went to Evolution, you know, we had... Uh, oh, it was nuts. We, it was insane when, when Nikki Bella came out. Yeah. It's like, what is... Why... Stop. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the, the greater populace is more than just the three of us in this room. For sure. So... You know, um, I think if it's any indi- if what SmackDown has been like for the last few weeks and what tonight was like is any indication, Mania's is going to be all about Kofi. It's going to be an, a stadium full of people chanting and cheering for Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. with Shades and I sitting there going, whatever. Because well, again, neither one of us. I mean, I speak for myself more than anything. These fickle fans are annoying. Fickle. The fact that they didn't they didn't give two rats behind about Kofi Kingston before the Gauntlet match, now all of a sudden it's Kofi Mania. Yeah, signs and everything. Whatever. Yikes. So the following match for was a second the revival match, correct? Was the Raw Tag Team Championship match. And it confused me at first, I'm not gonna lie, because I forgot this match was on the card. Mm. And I heard Ricochet's music play. And you were like, This isn't takeover, what's like, going on? And I'm just like, What's Ricochet doing here? And I go to the computer, I look at the, the card and go Oh, yeah. So I yeah. forgot they're doing this. Up through this point, I'm just like, yeah, collection of pre-show matches. Like, this is a scent. I mean, I, I thought the Miz, the, the McMiz and Uso's match was a good match. Sure, why not? It's fine. But it's then, not that I, pre-show matches aren't bad. That's not my point with it. It's okay. just like, these are all shows that I feel don't have to be on the main show. Like, okay, like yeah, that yeah. handicap match. Okay. Absolutely no reason for it to be on the main show. I mean, uh, it, didn't, it didn't have to exist. Right. There was no reason for it to exist, period. But... Sometimes you get random matches like that, you throw it on the pre-show just so that way, you know, you can give them a little of attention and then you can build up storyline stuff. That's okay. fine. Whatever. Yeah. You put it on the pre-show. You don't have to watch it on the main card. Right. 
So yeah, handicap match, the Mandy Rose match, which is the women's tag, uh, the women's um, SmackDown yeah, Smackdown belt. Women's division is but, a mess. I mean, so I mean that shouldn't be on the pre-show, but also that whole mess of a storyline. Yeah. Throw it on the pre-show. I could care yeah. less about it. And the McMiz match, sure, whatever. Make that the opening, I guess. And it was. So, but yeah. So this was even this. This was the revival mm-hmm. defending their Raw Tag Team Championships versus in a triple threat match mm-hmm. versus the NXT team of Aleister Black and Ricochet and Glorious Gable, aka Bobby Roode. And Chad Gable. Match was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... Probably one have, of the better matches on the card. Was it, you have three very... Uh, not three different, very different styles. You have two tag teams who have a similar style. Mm-hmm. And then one that has a very different style. So, the Revival are like classic tag team. Right? Right. Then you have Rude and Gable, who aren't necessarily classic tag team, but are good technical wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And then you have Black and Ricochet, who are this tag team of high flyer and striker. So you have these different elements to play off in this match, mm-hmm. and they did. All all six men got in their thing. All three teams did what they do. You had some great tag team work from the Revival. You had some nice technical wrestling from Glorious from from Rude and Gable, and you had some really like eye opening spots. From Black and Ricochet. Uh, there was one thing that... So there was a, a segment... There was a, not a segment, but there was a portion of the match where I started to get a little concerned. There was a spot where all of the competitors were outside, except for, I believe it was Scott Dawson and Ricochet. And they were the top turnbuckle. And Ricochet goes for the Rana, a Hurricane Rana, all the top rope, that's supposed to land Dawson into the whole sea of, of competitors. Right. And I don't know if it's that Dawson hesitated or if they couldn't get the momentum right, but he came off a little slow, and so they didn't get a full rotation. It kind of looked a little clunky, and I was like, it looked like someone could have gotten hurt, but I don't think anybody did. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm happy for that. And then after that, I got a little, a little sloppy, like baby sloppy. But... For the most part, I thought it was a really good match. We had a beautiful Tope Giro from Ricochet who went over the turnbuckle. As he was going over the turnbuckle, Chad Gable tags his back. Okay, so... Okay, go ahead. That that spot was beautiful. Yes. But the only thing that irked me mm-hmm. is that what that is what led it to the finish. That's what right. how... Um, so, so, Ricochet was technically already outside the ring? When he got tagged? No. Like, he was flying from the angle that I seen. Right. It looked like he was... His, I mean, his feet were off the ground. He was midair, and mm-hmm. Chad Gable tagged him. That was great. So, remember, Gable tagged the part of his body that was still... He tagged his butt. <laughs> yeah, as before... It, but it wasn't like... So... It was a weird spot. If you have the turnbuckle here... I'm showing... I mean, audio listeners, you can't see it. But if you're, if you're guys here... As long as his body doesn't clear before you tag him, you're good. So he was in the middle of the air, and he attacked his butt, which was close. It was, like, on the other side of the ring. Mm, it sounds like a technicality, and I really don't Oh, it's super minute technicality <laughs> nonsense. When I'm sure you can break it down and be like, no, this is farce. But this is what we have to work with the WWE. <laughs> so they count the tag. So now Gable is a legal man. Mm-hmm. 
and he eats a beautiful shattered machine. Boom. For the one, two, three. The Revival win, and they retain their Raw Tag Team Championships. Hey, that's a safe way to do it. Yeah. Uh, with these guys going into the Dusty Road Classic, you know, you um, you want them to be strong. You want them to show. This is their first pay-per-view. Yeah. Their first big WWE pay-per-view. None yeah. of the other NXT guys have, that have did, or NXT elements they've brought up since January have been on a pay-per-view like this. Well, or, one of them broke his neck. The other one is not allowed to work because the other one broke his neck. One was on the show today doing her thing, which makes me want to punch people in the face. Um, has Heavy Machinery? Heavy Machinery hasn't been in a, in a match, right? That's my, that may be the only one that had me wrong. The Moron Twins, I don't think I've had a match. Hey, when, stop calling my boy Otis bad names, okay? I'm sorry. Sticks and weights, baby. Heavy Buffoonery. Have, I don't think I've been on a pay-per-view yet. <laughs> I like that name. Heavy Buffoonery? Heavy Buffoonery? Heavy Buffoonery. Um, Heavy Buffoonery. EC3 hasn't... I mean, he's been... He's the been TV ever. I'm pretty sure he just lives in a mirror now. He's Nikki Cross TV. hasn't been on pay-per-view. And, um... And Lars Sullivan... <laughs> there's reports that his stuff is going good and he will be trying to come back at some point. But who knows? Reports. Well, I mean, he lost a WrestleMania match with John Cena. I know that much. <laughs> uh, anyway. See if John Cena's ever going to be a mania. It's going to be Truth versus Cena at Mania. No, they have to tag at Mania. Ooh. They have to tag, and Truth has to come out dressed like like John Cena. (laughs) Truth has to come out in the hat, with the shirt, and the the towel, and the jorts, and the the whole... You know what? He's got to get, like, one of those John Cena, actually, like, plushes, the dolls. And he's got to be like, that's my boy. Bro, I'm not. I'm telling you, yo, they all three. Yo, Mello too. Mello's gotta wear the shirt. She can have it tied up to like a crop top or whatever to make her all. She can like, cut the jersey. Yeah, whatever. But she's gotta be decked out too. The three of them gotta come out like little Cenas. And it's, you know, I don't care who they face. I don't care who they face because the the truth doing Cena stuff for whatever reason is hilarious to me. I love truth, man. I love them as U.S. champion. I like that they they're doing this, uh, you know, comeback story for him or whatever. But it's not it's just you know. Keep doing truth. It's good for truth, cause look, he's keep him a, on TV. He's a good he's hand. Awesome. He's a good hand. He's a good like comic relief backstage, and he still can work in the ring, mm-hmm. as we saw tonight. Use him sparsely, use him when you need to, and I think this is fine. I I think it's unfortunate that some guys have lost TV time in lieu of it, but what can you do? I love me some truth. Yeah, we know you love you some truth. Relax, Simadana. Speaking of you loving yourself some truth. Oh, yeah? What do we got? Was the rematch from Tuesday, even though there's no... Oh, yeah, that didn't rematch. happen yet. Again, that could have been on the pre-show, but whatever. So you had the defending United States champion Samoa Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. Facing Rey Mysterio, Andrade, and R-Truth. Again... It was a it was a good match, and yeah, that yeah. And, and this and this is like the pattern for the night, in my in my opinion, for the majority of the of the show, they were good matches. Mm. Like again, aside from Oscar versus Mandy and Kofi versus the Bar, up till this point, they were good. The Miz and Usos good match. You know, I was entertained the entire time. I think it was fine. I think it was a fine match. The yeah. Raw triple ta- the triple threat tag team match. Good match, in my opinion. Entertained the entire time. And then this match also. 
good match. I was entertained the entire time. It got a little like risky at some points. It got a little bit botchy and, and like a hand. A hand. I don't think it was more than you know. It was a handful of points. But. Well, yeah, but it was nothing crazy that yeah. took away from the match because the rest yeah. of the match was just. You have Mysterio and Andrade who have fantastic chemistry together. Mm-hmm. But then you're kind of clunking in these other p- portions of it. and it's... But Joe and Truth, especially Truth, mm-hmm. never got in the way of it. He helped to enhance it. I don't know. Like, there were spots where I think Andrade was on Truth's shoulders and then Mysterio did a springboard Herc and Rana off Andrade off of Truth. Like, Truth never got, and this is where I appreciate what R-Truth can do. He knows his spot. He knows what he can do. He's still athletic enough that he never got in the way. He did nothing to take away from the match. Hmm. And say, and, and Joe played his part too. You know, Joe's not a flippy guy like Mysterio and Andrade. He's not super quick and athletic like Truth and Mysterio. But he's the power. He's the technical. Yeah. He's the strength. So every once in a while, when these guys are really getting the engine going, ah, 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 here comes Joe to shut it down. No, boom, slam, dude, sit. And it's, oh, man. Oh, boy. And then the thing starts to rev up again, then here comes Joe again, boom, bop, no, stop, stop, sit. You sit now. Why do you make him into, like, Dog the Bounty Hunter? Is he not? <laughs> he is the Dog of the bounty, bounty Hunter of this match. Oof. In the okay. sense that when these guys are starting to get a little crazy, a little out of hand, well, let them fly, man. They're flyers. But that's but that's the the good part about this setup, mm. is that they got to do their stuff, and then Joe gets to show off being this powerhouse brute and shut it down. I I get it, but I don't I don't know. They they have other way. They could have. This whole dynamic is. I liked points. it. I like I like. And I thought parts it was a good dynamic, match. but I feel like. You can also just let these guys fly, and you don't have to have Joe be show that he's a uh, powerhouse. We know that he's a powerhouse. So what do you want Joe to do? I mean, Joe even, Joe did a, a tope suicida. Yeah. What do you want Joe to do? I don't know. I just don't want he's this He's the match. champ, so he has to be in this match. Does he have to? He, this match wasn't even announced until like three hours ago. Considering it was for his United States Championship, he has to be in the match. Well, my point is the match didn't have to be on the card at all. <laughs> oh, I agree with that entirely. <laughs> but for what it was... Sure. I was cool with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. The match was great, fine, but you know, I don't know. I just, I just, I just, I. Just, I uh, it's not that I want to hate the match. It's just I don't, I don't get why they have WWE feels the need to squeeze these storylines together into a pay per view. Well, to be fair, they did it because they had no choice. Did they? This is the last pay per view before Mania. They have to set up We've all their storylines. We've had manias at this point in time by now. Say again? We've had manias come around. Uh, no, manias always the first we, week of April. Or the, the second to last week of March. There have been early manias. I don't think it's ever been sooner than the last week of March. Hmm. Last week of March, first week of April. Almost hmm. always. I wish... Uh, it wouldn't be the second week of, of I March. I wish Shadez sure. would be here so that way he could confirm as the historian. Well, but. as you say that... Is so Des is actually basically here. Oh, yes, yes. So he will confirm the earliest mania. He will confirm. Well, I mean, we can look this up. We could look this up, but that's a lot of work. You're a lot of work. But anyway, yeah. Um, I mean, this this US title match. It, I I like. I feel it just. 
It, it didn't have to be on the card. Mania is a couple weeks away. Keep building their storyline. You don't have to keep throwing them into matches. Now, I will say this to, to agree with you, is that this served no purpose in terms of what now? Because if the idea is to, to push forward for the next, for like whatever the storyline is going into Mania, mm -hmm. nothing that happened during this match made me go, okay, so this is what's happening for Mania. Mm -hmm. did, did it for you? Mm. It, it didn't feel like an end to the storylines that they're, they're doing. It just feels like it was there and it's like, all right, can we move on to the next thing now? Like, The only thing that this whole pay-per-view, I don't know. I'm just not adjusted to the fact that, that we have a pay-per-view this soon to Mania. The only thing that's that came of this, and I'm not saying this is when it happened, was the Randy Orton and AJ Styles stuff. Did it happen after this? I don't remember. Well, it was the same same concept. Why no, did that happen? No, 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 no. That happened after the, um, after the WWE Championship match, no? No. Who did, who did Randy do it to? Randy? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, it, didn't he do it to Rowan? Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, whatever, anyway. We'll get to it. We'll get to that. But there was there's an, there was an RKO shiting tonight. So I'm looking it up, Mr. Bizzle. Oh, earliest manias? And the earliest mania... I feel like it's like March 20th. ...that we've ever had... March 22nd, maybe. ...was March 14th. Whoa, see? Look at that, four days from now. And that's well, actually that. the last time that it was at MSG for WrestleMania 30. I mean, WrestleMania 20, excuse me. Oh, wow. Okay. WrestleMania 20 was March 14th, 20, 2004, 2004. And that was the earliest Mania has ever been. Whew. After, Other than that, Mania has always been the last week of March, first week of April. Hmm. March 31st, April 7th, March 29th, 27th, 24th. 20th, 31st, 23rd, 29th, 28th, all late March and early April, April 1st, 7th, 9th, 6th, 5th, 3rd, 2nd. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm used to Mania being the first week of April, but mm -hmm. I know we've had Manias as early as, as you well, said, the 14th. That was 20, though. Pretty big number. The first year they had a whole thing. It was 15 years now ago. Now I feel old. Stop. Well, when... Shut up. <laughs> That's how you feel, not how I feel. But, yeah. Um, no, I just, I don't like the idea that we had this pay-per-view as early as we did. I mean, as late as we did. What do you mean? They always have a pay-per-view the month before Mania. Not always, no. Yes, now, in the, in, the mo in the recent era of wrestling, yes. I mean, what, you're trying to ball back to like, the Attitude Era? No, but even, I would say, uh, ten years ago... They yes. started doing the chamber in February, and that was pretty much it. Nah, man. They've always, they've been. Remember, we looked over this oh not too long ago, where they've been doing about fifteen pay per views a year for the last like twenty years. I don't know. I just, I'm just getting fatigued with having all these pay per views and these. Shows I mean that that I completely understand, especially because 2018 mm -hmm. was so loaded, right? With shows every other week, and it felt like they they gave us a break for a little while. But yeah. now we're gearing into Mania, and I don't, I don't like that this is happening. There's what is it? I think it was it was it Rumble, and, and it's not like they created any new storylines for this pay for this pay per view, or like you know well, with this pay per view in, running into Mania. 
with the exception of maybe the Sony Deville thing, whatever. Which we'll see if they do something. No, but so we had the the Miz and Shane stuff came out of this. Mm-hmm. We had the Randy Orton AJ Styles stuff come out of this. They could have just done that on SmackDown. I don't know. Well, well, well. Look what the cat dragged in. Looks like we have a uh, a third host joining us, who you know was not here at the start of the episode, but is here now. He was running his other show, Sunglasses at Night. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't know about it, you might want to go find yeah. that on what, SoundCloud.com. What tell tell the lovely people who you are, sir, and why you're late. What's up, it's your boy? <laughs> <laughs> Skinny. No, I can't do that online. <laughs> um, Mr. Sunglasses at night himself. Very sensual. Oh, you gotta do the whole intro? The, the very toy. We're half. We're more than halfway through this episode. <laughs> That's all right. Oh my lord. When, 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 when Shades comes into the room, everything has to restart. So just wipe everything that we did? Man, you bugging. I mean, it, I wasn't on it. <laughs> so it's probably going to be mediocre. But now that the boy's here... We can get through the last leg of the WrestleMania tour. Yes. Before we get to WrestleMania. Yes. So let's jump right back in it. We don't ring that bell, right? No. We, we, we don't we that we, the bell was already there. Un- un- unring that bell. Ring that bell again. No, let's no, get back no, into it. We're not it, no? unringing the bell. This, no, we, that's not how we do things that's anymore. Not, oh, man. No, right. The bell rang already. No, all right. No, the bell ain't ring. Not ring the bell. Ring the bell. I. <laughs> Can we move on to the next match on the card, please? So the next match on the card was the women's match? Yes. It was the women's tag team championship match of oh. the Boston Hub Connection. Right. Sasha Another match we could have just not had. On the Versus Nia Jackson Tamina. No, you have to. You have to. You're going to establish these belts as being like... Something, you, know what? That's you have fair. to defend them. That, on, I, if you're going to defend them, at least defend them against a team that's, I don't know, not botch-prone. Well, they have no other tag teams immediately that they can set up. You're absolutely right. This is Yeah, this is the most sensical team for them to, to wrestle. It's just unfortunate yeah. that this is the most sensical team that they have for, for them to wrestle. Because botch plus botch equals Samoan Slaughterhouse. Well, this is what happens when you thrust the women's tag team titles into the main roster, but you don't establish any other team but Sasha Banks and Bailey. Right. And Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Who may or may not be on the outs. So, I mean, what can we say? This is probably... This is the best we were getting out of this tag division right now. I, for me, I don't know. Maybe this is worst match of the night. Worse mm. than the handicap match? Mm. Worse than the Mandy Rose match? The Mandy Rose and the Oscar match was okay. It was passable. It wasn't. There was nothing that know. stood out about it except the Mandy Rose tripping over the phantom ring skirt. Ring skirt. The handicap match was a heaping pile of mess. Just to garner more sympathy for Kofi. Exactly. Yeah. Garner ex- exactly garner more sympathy for Kofi. This this was a heaping pile. Of botches. This look. This is a mandatory. I mean, not mandatory. Obligatory. This is obligatory. I mean, it's just you're gonna have botches when you have Nia Jax and Tamina, and you know, bless Bailey and Sasha for doing their best. I mean, Tamina and Jax tried doing the pop up Samoan drop thing that the Uso did earlier in the night. 
and it Wait, they executed it to perfection. With the Usos executed to perfection, these two did not. Then there was that, was that the, the suicide dive or the... No, 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 the top rope dive that they were supposed to catch Bailey, and instead Tamina, oh, fell. Tamina fell. No, they, they caught Sasha Banks. No, they caught Bailey, and then Banks was the one who finished it. Oh, yes. And then Tamina's just standing up, holding holding Bailey's legs at the end of it, like, okay, I'm ready again. Oh, ugh. And it's funny, because I was telling you while we were watching the show that I rewatched some older clips from, like, you know, Paige's debut and when AJ was around and she was like the champion for 200 something blah 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 days. AJ Lee. AJ Lee, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And she comes out and she comes out with Tamina. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. how long has been Tamina been doing this with WWE? Because I wasn't watching at the time. Yeah. So I was like, how long has she been here? And I look it up and she debuted in like 2010. Yeah, with the Usos. With the Usos. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, she's been doing this for almost nine years. She's still like botch queen. That's what happens when you don't wrestle regularly, you don't practice, you don't train, you don't do anything, and they're like, hey, we need you to be a monster, go in there and monster it up, and that's what you get. You get a, a, a woman who's been in the business for 10, um, almost 10 years, and she has absolutely Botch City Jones, bro. no business being in there. I would not feel safe working with her in the ring. Hmm. I wouldn't. I'm sorry. Same with Naya. But at least Naya has an excuse that she's been doing this for, what, three years? Maybe more. Because she did her stint in NXT also. Right. But she wasn't in NXT for long. She was, like, a year in NXT? Something like that? Yeah. She's probably been up here for two years, three years. So about three like years. So about four years. But either way, I just, I'm, I'm... I Over that. It's rough. Yep. It's rough. There's, there's talks of her, uh, of, of, of Sasha and Bailey having a stint with the Sky Pirates, possibly. So they've been doing a lot of stuff with NXT. They went down and had that, they were on that episode, and then they were at a house show mm-hmm. where they they uh, saved the Sky Pirates. So I think that's probably the next logical thing, mm-hmm. is they'll be working that angle, probably going into TakeOver. Or, we'll or for Mania. Mania. Or for Mania. I can see it on a kickoff show of Mania. I'm not going to lie. No. Not you don't put, you're not going to put those titles on the kickoff show. Against NXT superstars? Especially against NXT superstars. Hmm, I don't know. No. We'll see what happens. No. So the following match was the WWE Championship match. Now, they still announced it's a triple threat match. So the three of us here, at least I was, utterly confused. Because when they set up Kofi for that handicap match, I thought that was going to ixnay the whole triple threat match for this. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to go back to being one-on-one. Oh, well... Let's let's get some little backstory. They said the start of the night is going to be a singles match. Right. During the main show, mm-hmm. they changed it to a kick uh, to a triple threat. Right. We covered this. The whole Wikipedia thing. No, I didn't. I didn't talk about the Wikipedia stuff. I didn't talk about the Wikipedia exactly. stuff. Exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Mister Thrill is updating. You know. Our match card. And all our that. match card, and he's writing down notes. the notes and what, you know, whatnot. And he goes to Wikipedia, and God bless <laughs> whoever is working the WWE Fastlane Wikipedia page, because they had to single, no, no, triple threat. Then when Kofi gets put into the handicap match, it's a singles match again. 
And now, Will and I are sitting here looking like, let's see how long it takes for them to update it. I'm sitting here refreshing, and I'm watching as they put in a, a typo. Like, they had triple threads with two Ps, and they fix it back to one P. And I'm, just, I'm sitting here just watching it, like, frame by frame. It was the funniest thing. And they had to add the Kofi match, the handicap match. And then when they had to come back to this, they added the triple threat match again. It was just... I wonder if Vince has someone on the payroll. It's like, yo, 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 make sure this is up to date. Because... Nah. No. Not Wikipedia. <laughs> this is definitely someone who's just sitting at home. Because remember, anyone can edit a Wikipedia. I, I know. could do it if I wanted to. It could be so- that someone who so has running definitely some like, super fan who does this on a regular basis. Mm. And just... Let's see what happens. They had to update it numerous amounts of times. <laughs> yeah. Singles match. Triple threat match. Singles match. Triple threat match. With... We were holding our breath, waiting for the last competitor to come out. Because first one, the first one that comes out was uh, Kevin Owens, no? Kevin Owens. Then the champion, Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And we're waiting for the third combatant. And I'm like, well, it's not going to be Kofi. They just they just murdered Kofi. I said, I said at first, I said AJ Styles. And I was like, nah, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And I was like, would it be crazy if they had Sami Zayn in this match? And it would have been crazy, and I would have been all about it. He would have definitely got a bigger pop than the person that they chose, which is unfortunate. Unfortunate. So I think the only person who popped was me. Yeah. Because I popped. <laughs> yeah. Me Me and Bizzle was just like, uh, okay. what? Because <laughs> so we're sitting here waiting and we're waiting for her, the third companion over here. And I was like, <gasps> Mustafa! And we're like, oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this could have been a singles match. Yeah. Could have been. I like Mustafa. Yeah. I, I don't like. I don't dislike Mustafa either. It's just like, so. As I was saying earlier, it felt like a disservice that they were doing to him. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, agree I know that his spot was originally planned for him to be a chamber, him to be in the. the, not, the there wasn't going to be a gauntlet match. Were they going to be? Able, yeah. Was it oh the, yeah, they were going to do the gauntlet, gauntlet match, match, then chamber. chamber. And right. then he was supposed to have a strong showing. Yeah. But they, so they threw Kofi into the storyline. The fans back Kofi. Mustafa Ali fades into the, to black for... Because he got hurt. Yeah, for six weeks or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Now they're throwing him back into this match. And the fans don't want him there. Yeah. They and turned. They turned on him big time. It's like... Big time. And it's not even his fault. And that's what the biggest... Sorrow of this whole storyline is, and that it's, was the thing is that when I heard Mustafa's music, I popped because I like Mustafa. Not thinking of the context mm-hmm. until like I settled in and you guys started mentioning, I'm like, "Yo, this is terrible for him." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is terrible for Sh- him." Shades pointed out there was not a, it was silence when he yeah, came. Yeah. out. It was just like Mustafa's music hit. They were like, "Oh, uh, well, what do we do now?" And what they decided to do was hijack the first 15 five, minutes. ten minutes of the match. I mean, well... It was the first quarter well, of the match. Well, they we knew what was going to happen. When they, when they, gave, him, they were in, introducing the uh, competitors, they introduced Kevin Owens first. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't cheers, but it wasn't booze. Yeah, it was like, whatever. Mustafa got a, a, a small boo birds just raining in. Yeah, he. I think it was more than small. He got booed. He got booed. He didn't and get the booed. announcers even mentioned, they were like, oh, you know, Mustafa, who normally is, is a fan favorite, you know, is getting booed because the fans wanted a Kofi, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, why are they doing this to Mustafa? I don't know. 
Like, this is not something where, like, it was Batista or Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. during the Daniel Bryan stuff. Because these are already older established stars who will be fine. Right. Mustafa's an up-and-comer. Like, if he didn't have the performance that he had tonight, he could have potentially never recovered from this. It's possible that his, his not career, but he, w- he won't recover from this. I don't know, because he had, he, the crowd got behind him. Eventually. Eventually. During, but it took a minute. And he had a really I mean, At the end work. of the day, they still, they still wanted Kofi, mm-hmm. but they got behind him. Right. So I, I think if he has more showings, if they take him away, like I said during the, show, during the match, if they can't get him away from the main event scene for a little bit, and then bring him back in, and let him work his match the way he does, he can get the crowd back on his side. Mm-hmm. But tonight was not the night. Well, they they needed to do what most cruiserweights need to do, and just do flippy stuff. So doing the four fifty onto the apron, <laughs> and doing the um, the backflip from the top rope to the outside, landing on his feet. That the that, top rope Spanish fly. Um, but that goes without saying, like it's Mustafa. Like if you're watching a Cedric Alexander Mustafa Ali match, you're gonna get a space, gonna fly. Get a space fly. Easy. Yeah, but the crowd loves it for whatever reason. They eat it up every time. Mm-hmm. It's a nice looking move. It's, it's a, and it's he, a pretty if move. he needed the crowd to eat anything up, this was the night that he needed yeah. them to eat yeah. it up. So because they, they basically threw Mustafa Ali to the to the dogs. Yeah, and it started bleeding into Kevin Owens at, at a certain point in the match too. It doesn't matter who they put in. All they wanted was they Kofi. just wanted Kofi. All they wanted was Kofi. Mm-hmm. For the majority of this match, all you heard was "We want Kofi, we want Kofi." Kofi Mania, Kofi Mania. It was just Kofi, 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 and like I said. If it was just Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens, and this Kofi stuff was going on, fine. Whatever. But for Mustafa to be the punching bag of this all, I think is messed up. I think WWE did him dirty by doing this to him. Like, mm-hmm. we were joking around during the match. It's like, hey, Dad, what was your first WWE title match like? Oh, well, you know, I got booed out the building because I'm not Kofi. I was tossed outside of the ring for the majority of the first half of the match just because... Like, I mean, you, whatever. You stated, like, as soon as his music came down, you're like, oh, man, Mustafa's going to eat the pin. He's only yeah. here to eat the pin. That was it. That's yeah. all that's everything he was there for. And what happened? He ate the pin. He ate the pin. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was like a woo kind of finish where he tried to do the springboard off of the top, the second turnbuckle, and then, like, hit a move on... on Dana Bryan, presumably like a kick or something, mm-hmm. and DB hit him with a running knee in midair, and woof. That was a rough knee, too. Yeah, bro. That doesn't hurt. Good spot. It's a good spot. Oh, but before that, he, th- this is what really um, was pointed out to me, right before that, was the, continuously Dana Bryan picking him up, slapping him in the face, and going, you don't deserve to be here. You don't deserve to be here. Yeah, but then Mustafa would turn it around. And, and he got kneed in the face. Fair. And it's like, okay, so thanks, WWE. I mean, this is your upcoming star, and that's how you put him out in the end of the match. I don't know. I just I hope they find a way to let him work his way back up. Mm. I, I don't know if he's going to be able to work to a WWE, WWE title shot again. Maybe not anytime soon, but if they give him the chance to earn it in the ring then I think at some point they'll have no choice. Take your heart out of this. The superstar shakeup is going to come after Roy, Roy, uh, after Mania. WrestleMania. Yeah. 
There's gonna be a lot of moving. He may get lost in the shuffle, man. He could wrestle. I think he's good enough in the ring. I think he has enough charisma. And I think when he's left to do his own like promos, the video packages, the mm-hmm. vignettes, I think he's good enough doing that stuff, cutting promos in those vignettes. That I think he won't get lost. My my if WWE gives him a chance. My issue is I want to see him live crowd mic skills. Mm. Doing your video you could video promo and that's that's yeah, yeah. fine and dandy and yeah, we but, haven't seen him do much in ring mic work. Mm, yeah. But SmackDown isn't isn't about in ring work mic work for the most part. Yeah, but you still need to be good on no, the mic. No, I agree entirely, but he happens to be on a brand where he doesn't need it at the moment. I think that's When was the, the last time you saw Mysterio cut a promo? You don't need Mysterio to cut but the main event guys, Kevin Owens, Daniel uh Daniel Bryan's they're cutting promos. That's one of AJ Styles' biggest like setbacks, yeah. drawbacks is that he's not really good on the mic. Right. He's, he's okay. He's he's passable. Confident. He's competent, yeah. But he's not a yeah, the rock. Yeah, yeah, basically. yeah. So yeah, so Daniel Bryan retains, and um, after that, it was Rowan was standing in the middle of the ring, right? Yep. And then Randy Orton came out of nowhere, and I laughed, not because I thought it was like funny that he did it. I laughed at how ridiculous this is. Mm-hmm. He came in with the RK. I'm just like, what for? What? What? what for? What? What was the point? Well, exactly. That's why I was laughing. And then the camera pans out, and there's AJ on the apron for a phenomenal forearm out of nowhere. But why? I'm just like, what is what is this? What is this? And Shades, you called this weeks ago when they had their first interaction backstage. You're like, oh, we're going to get AJ versus Randy at Mania. Terrific. Well, And what's even worse is that we all know who's going over. Yeah. Randall Keith Orton. You know, it's funny is that neither one of them need this win. I argue that AJ needs every Mania win. To establish himself as a Hall of Famer in the WWE's eyes, I mean... Randy's been with the company for, what, 15 years? Mm. He's been at WrestleMania, what, at least 10 out of those 15, if not every year of those 15? Yeah, give or take. AJ's been with the company for, what, four years? Lost the first one, won the next two? Yes, this is his fourth WrestleMania. So, yeah, he needs all the W's. All the W's. Hmm. You lose your first, because you lose your first. Unless you're the Undertaker. Unless you're the Undertaker. And then you just he's got to win them all. And if they want him to re-up that contract, hmm. and if they want him to re-up that contract, he wants that Randy Orton money, he wants that Randy Orton schedule. He's got to wrestle Randy Orton for it. He's got to <laughs> wrestle Randy Orton for it. You can't have you both barely here. Choose one. <laughs> but anyway yeah. next match ne- next match was Charlotte Flair Charlotte Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair Flair versus Flair. versus the man Becky Lynch Becky Lynch and my god this match was DS dog who hmm I really wish they would do without this whole injured knee angle yeah, it's 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 corny. To me, it's taking away from this. You got a month for her to heal up. She'll heal up. Yeah, I know. We she'll were talking a, about she'll this take last a week. sensu bean and she'll be good. She'll take a sensu bean. Combat. I'm not so sure. Remember Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30, all taped up, and that was part of the story. 
And that was part of the whole scene of him holding both belts with the, the rib tape and the shoulder tape and all this stuff. Whatever. WWE thinks that this is better for, for her. She's overcoming bigger odds because she has a bad knee. I don't want to see that. WWE doesn't know what they're doing right now. No! You don't say. It is. Like, I, I'm going to WrestleMania, and I don't care. This match was a wet fart. This match was a wet fart. This match had so fart. much heat. So much heat when it was just Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. And you added Charlotte. And it just diluted it. Completely. It was like... And now that Ronda's gone heel, Charlotte has nothing to do with this match. <laughs> Charlotte serves no purpose. Wow. Yeah. Because before it was face-face and so we need the heel in here. Right. Now, Ronda's taking the lead and said, I'm going to be the heel here. And she the, can't really and, do anything else. And then with the, the, the vlog that she posted right. that garnered all that controversy over the week, which we'll talk about during the weekly episode, now she's like super heel to the whole wrestling community. Mm-hmm. Well, the internet was in community at least. So she's heel, Becky's face. What's Charlotte doing? She did dare. She did dare. She did dare. She did dare. So this match was boring, in my opinion. I didn't even like. I wasn't paying attention to it, which stinks because I I love Becky Lynch, and I just didn't care. Especially because we knew how this is gonna. We knew the outcome, mm-hmm. how they went about it, which is was an atrocity. But we knew that she was going to win. She had to win because then they can't... Like, they've already retconned the whole Becky of Mania thing like 17 times. They can't keep doing it 28 days later. You're going. You're not going. You're going. You're not going. You're suspended. You're arrested. You're back in the match. You have to win this match to be in the match. Uh, I, I'm I'm tired of it. Uh, yo, just have the match over. That's it. Have the match. Becky, go over. That's it. I'm done. I'm done with this. This storyline, I said, had the most heat. This is the one I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm actually excited for this match. And now, I don't care anymore. And it's just, it's faded into the abyss. It's it's faded into, alright, it's, it's, now it's a women's championship match. It's not Ronda versus Becky. It's... Here we go again. It's almost business as usual. Yeah. It's, it's Becky Lynch got herself over... Charlotte is the golden goose for Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And Ronda Rousey, who can't cut a promo, she can hardly wrestle. So now they're going into, let's let's get real Ronda. Let's get Ronda Rousey the person, not Ronda Rousey the character. It's, it's over overbooked. There's too many things going on. There was, it's too many ingredients in the pot, and it, and it soured yeah. the stew. Yeah. I agree. But, so, let's talk about the finish real quick. Just so we can, you know, get it out there. Yeah. Charlotte puts Becky in the figure four to work over that bad knee. As she is doing that, I laugh to myself in my head. Because the way the camera had it, it was like, you remember watching when you used to play, like, WWE, WWF No Mercy or WrestleMania? And then the guy used to come running down. That's exactly (laughs) what it looked like. Because you have the camera, you just see, out of nowhere, Ronda just appear, poop, and then she's running. Towards the camera. I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. And you know what? She was wearing gear that looked like one of the characters. I was saying, from it was just all game. black. It was just all black. Just do, 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 do. You see the little meter show up in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> she has a special blinking. <laughs> she comes in. 
And all she does is just punch Becky in Becky the chest. Becky in the stomach. That's it. And and little Nate is looking at her like, what am I supposed to do? What are you doing? He's like, ring the bell. Becky Lynch wins by disqualification. And then what what bothers me the most is that Ronda's just sitting there, leaning against the ropes, like, told you Becky was going to be in this match. And then just leaves. Smirks, rolls out, walks away, gets to the top of the stage, points at the WrestleMania sign. And then she waves at it. She's like, oh, bye. And then I'm done. It's over. She goes, uh, and walks away. I was like, oh, God, Jesus, Lord. Jesus, Lord is right. So we were sitting here talking before, you know, I left. And inevitably came back. That this pay-per-view wasn't bad. It wasn't. And yeah. now I'm sitting here and thinking. I was like, you know what? It's like I said to you before. Because you said in the past that how a show ends can really have an effect on your overall viewing of the show. Correct. And I've kind of fought with you on that in the past. I'm like, oh, but if the whole show is good, then who cares? Blah, blah, blah. But, but by the time they got to Mustafa getting screwed, this dumb ending... And then the fact that we're going to end the night with the shield, I was like, a pay-per-view that I had previously just thought to myself, oh, it's not a bad, you know, it might be pretty good. Now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I wasn't here for the last match. Mm-hmm. The last match you was... Of course I didn't miss much. It's a shield match. Uh, the shield versus Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. And this was pretty much exactly what you would expect. They didn't answer a, the, the real question to you, which is where Dean Ambrose's uniform came from since he burns it up in the in smoke a couple matter. weeks ago. It doesn't matter. Do you think he, he beat up Kurt Angle yes. for his stuff? He yeah. jumped Kurt Angle. He jumped Kurt Angle, found a duffel Are you bag. Happy now? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going with. Anyway. That's the biggest question for this match. Okay, your face. Shut it. Why? You good? Nope. Okay. Okay. So there was, like, there, this is exactly what you would expect. Mm-hmm. They're beating each other up, they take turns beating each other up. Each member gets a turn beating up each other's members, and it was just... At some point, they're all spilled outside. And I think Roman was the legal man. And Drew McIntyre's in the ring, and the ref starts counting out Roman. Right? One, two, and then, Oh my god! The Shield reunion might end with a countout, blah, blah, blah! And then he gets up and he beats the ten count, right? Of course. Of course. Apparently, for this match only, a countout was only a part of the rules for the first half of the match. <laughs> because later on in the match, at some point it breaks down to Lashley and McIntyre fighting Ambrose and Rollins throughout the crowd, jumping off of something like in the audience by the pre-show, the kickoff desk. While you have Roman and, and Baron Corbin fighting in the middle of the ring, blah, blah, blah. And then it breaks down to all six men are outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. They're fighting. They're putting people through the, like, into the ring, the, the timekeeper's area. They're putting people through tables. They're doing the shield power bomb through the table. Not a single time does the ref start counting. Baron Corbin is in the ring by himself for at least two minutes prone. One Mississippi, 
two. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there was even time after the shield power bomb for the three of them to just stand there and start talking to each other, and they're like, "Oh, vintage shield huddle." I'm just like, "What? <laughs> what does that even mean?" Together. I wasn't around for the Shield's first run, They get but together. They, like, have plans. A vintage Shield huddle? Like what? football. This is insane. And they're just talking. And then they go and surround Baron Corbin in the ring. I'm like, they could have been counted out, like, 17 times. At some point, I counted out. I, I pointed out, and, and Bizzle goes, Stir Japan, it's a 20 count. Bro, they would have got. They would have lost a 20 count either. Well, they have to count for each member of the Shield. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the legal man. Not each member of the match? Oh, no, it's bro, the, it was the insane. But it was so dumb. It was very predictable. Baron Corbin eats the pin. Of course. Triple powerbomb. Of course. Knight goes out with the little fist hurdle thing. The, the triple friendship fist bump powers and... activate, you know. That was the it. Cerebus. Yes, they mentioned that. Cerebus. Cerebus. Cer- what? Cerebus. Sure, what? Not Cerebus. Okay, true. The Hounds of Justice. Serbius. The, the Hound. Cerebus. Cerebus, whatever. Cerebi. Celebi. That's a Pokemon. Yeah. Oh my god, how did we get here? Uh, I mean, I think we watched Fastlane, and this was not a fast lane. Stop <laughs> talking. Oh my god, I hate you. Uh, so, the, yeah. And it's funny because, like, I'm, I'm telling, um, I'm talking to Biz, and we're watching it. And they even mentioned, oh, you know, we're going into WrestleMania where we don't know, Dean's future is up in the air, and Roman, you know, blah, 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 and of course Seth is going to face the Beast. And I go, this is the last pay-per-view before Mania, and nothing with Lesnar. So he's so, so Bizzle goes, it'd be great if Lesnar came out now. I go, 100% would be he great if Lesnar came the shield. out. How perfect would that be? Yeah. He comes out... Wrecks all three of them, you know. Goodbye, Shield, and I'm here to to, to murder you, Seth. Nothing. Shield fist bump, copyright in the corner, go off the air. He come. Lesnar comes out during the Braun Strowman Roman Reigns Hell in the Cell match. Beats them both up, no contest, but doesn't do anything now. It makes no sense. Lesnar doesn't even care about the company or the business. He's just... Well, we all know this already. Though. I know, but like, Which why is... do they have him with the belt, man? Because the casual fans like it. What? That's why. And because the guy demands I'm money. I'm just going to go off myself. I'm just... <laughs> the best we can hope for is that he clears the USADA testing, he has a match build with Cormier, he gets lit up by Cormier, and we never see him again. That's best case scenario. Because anything that deviates from that means we get more Lesnar. Well, I mean... If he fails the USADA testing, he'll be back. It's the 10th of March. Daniel Cormier turns 40 this month. There's no match scheduled for the two of them. Mania is going to come and go in April. Mm -hmm. This match between... Lesnar and, and DC isn't going to happen until at least April or May, which right. means Lesnar may hold the belt after Mania. We're on the street that Rollins taking that belt off him. Oh, I, I fully yeah, believe Mania. that Rollins can do it. Mm-hmm. 
but we've heard rumors before. Exactly. Rumors was taken off him like 17 times. Never did. So Until the last time. I mean, this could work in Rollins' favor. It was like, I did what you couldn't do, and that's beat Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. But neither one of them were turning heel. Yet. I don't know, man. And, oh, and this whole Dean Ambrose, oh, are they going to ride one more time? BS. Oh, they, bro, they sold it as the last time hard. I don't think, I think. Every other sentence was, one last time, for the last time. One la- <laughs> Bro, I'm pretty sure I heard one last time 18 million times. I know they love to renege on that. Oh, yeah, once in a lifetime. Well, they also may have a six-man tag tomorrow night on Raw, so it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> like, at some point, Seth goes, what was it? It was one more time. One more mother bleeping time. They, they it was like, a long bleep. It, yeah, was, it was like, a long bleep. <laughs> it was like, uh, oh, did, did, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. You know, she, like, she was all like, damn, man, and screw the woo. Yeah. F the shield. <laughs> doesn't rhyme, but I don't care. Doesn't need to rhyme. Doesn't need to rhyme. That's a shield. Doesn't have to be a poem or anything, right? <laughs> it's to the point. It's to the point. Short and sweet. Will, will it rhyme when you make a poem out of it? I'm going to kick you in the head. That's what I'm going to do. I'll see. No, whatever. I'm going to kick you square in the head. My head's not square, but... I'm going to give you an Oscar. I don't know, man. Right to the man <laughs> you, you got You got box heads. <laughs> <laughs> But, so, <laughs> so what we usually do after every pay-per-view, so we give us a little tope rating. Yes, all. Yes, all. Mr. Thrill, yeah. going in a circle, Would and you, you are on my right. Me? Okay, we start with me. I'm going to go, I'm going to max it out at 2.5. Who? Max. And maybe that's, I don't know, maybe 2.25. Ish, hmm. man. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I would say two and a quarter, two and a half, topes. Two and a kern. Okay. Cause I, the meat of the show, I thought was good. We had the Usos McMiz match was good. The Raw tag titles were good. The four, the U.S. title match was good. The triple threat for the WWE Championship was fine. So those four matches that I was like on board with, and then you had Oscar and Mandy Rose didn't care for, Kofi and the Bar was a, a sham, WWE tag match was and the women's tag match was blah, Charlotte and Becky was blah, and the Shield was the Shield. So I don't care. So we're talking about four versus what five or six, four matches that I enjoyed versus the rest the five or six that I didn't care for. And the ones that I didn't care for really bugged me. There's a lot of matches on the card, though, to not care about. Right. So that's why I'm saying, like, I can't go more than two and a half. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say two two and a quarter. I'll say two and a quarter-ish. Low two and a quarter. Hmm. Understandable. This, 2.2. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought you guys, you guys seem to be liking it a bit more. I'm surprised you didn't give it a bigger rating, to be honest. Because, but like I said, the matches that I liked, I you liked. liked. But then the but matches that I more didn't between. Yeah. were a problem for me. What they mm-hmm. did with Mustafa is a problem for me. How Becky got into the Mania match was a problem for me. You know? Yeah. But, shut up. 
I started off when we were watching, and I said three point five. Yeah. And I, I after driving, mm-hmm. clearing my my head, mm-hmm. and that fresh air hit me. Mm-hmm. I dropped it down to a three. Okay. And now I'm going over the match card itself, and you had a show. You had a, a match added on the pre-show. You had a match taken off of the pre-show. You had two matches added to the main show. And it, for me, the booking was kind of... All over the place? All over the place. Last minute? Very last minute. Probably happening as the show was on the air? I think a two, 2.25 is a, is a fair. Yeah, I think two and a quarter is fair. Mm-hmm. A, a fair assessment. I mean... We went undefeated. Yeah, I mean, with an asterisk. Because of all the matches that... I mean, we... we for the matches that were announced We don't get a time, loss for the, the Andrade Ray match because no, they no. took it out. I'm saying, and then we couldn't really guess for the matches as they we were going happened. ahead. Right. So... So for the matches that we knew ahead of time, you and I went undefeated. So... Can't say the same for you, busy boy. Whatever. Oh, Kevin Owens is going to win. <laughs> Thanks. How's the Mustafa Ali feeling, Turner? Oh, yeah? How was uh, Bobby Roode and Gloria Gable feeling? Yeah, that 2.25. <laughs> Not bad. Uh-huh. Was it, and it, the pay-per-view in its entirety could have been a lot better. Agreed. But there wasn't really too much where I was just like, can this be over already? I agree. Except for the last two matches. I didn't get to see the last match, thank God. And the Becky-Charlotte match was... Charlotte? I just hated it. I, I really didn't like the, the ending to that match. The first of that match was junk. I don't know. I think I, I kind of expected something like that to happen. But if you're trying to build Becky... They're doing a crap job of all this. Gets her DQ'd so that she... I mean, so it gets to the DQ wins she can get in. It works It works uh, on Ronnie's angle. It works on Ronnie's angle. Back in. Why'd you say technicality? Shut up. Technology. That's not what he said. <laughs> um, it's crap. It's crap. Of course it's crap. It's all crap. Book, That's you, why this card was just rated a 2.25 for most of us. Are you not trying to book Becky to be the man? Oh, with one leg. Yeah, they're blah, doing a terrible blah, job at that too, man. With the t-shirts and having her arrested and this and that. But she got beat up the whole match. But she gets in because she got, she backed in on a technicality? They're doing a crap job of this crap. whole thing. It's crap. We, As we brought up earlier, they distilled this whole storyline. It's all watered down at this point. None of it matters. It's crap. It's the building it's Becky. Like, it's like we, we've seen Becky as the badass. And now, it's just, you've got this little one-legged hobbling girl that's like, I want to fight y'all. Wee. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I don't know, man. It's... Can we just be over with Mania already? Like, I don't feel like I've, we would have ever seen Austin go in like this. Or The Rock go into a mania like this. I mean, not not a mania, but The Rock... the bah, Stone Cold lost the WWE title to Kane. Yeah. On a... But I'm talking a first about, like, blood match. And we wouldn't even know if Kane cut himself or not. Right. But I'm talking about <laughs> in the sense of, like... You're booking them to be this, like, super tough person. And it's their chance to go to mania... 
And could you imagine Stone Cold or The Rock or a Taker being booked to walk into that match hobbling with a crutch and then get in because they, the other person got DQ'd? Never. No. Never. Yeah. But here we are. But you said it, they're doing the Daniel Bryan thing, so. So stupid. Uh, Daniel Bryan earned it. He beat Triple H fair and square in the first match of Mania. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Becky's going to get back there on a technicality. Well, they could still strip this away and then give her another match yeah, at the beginning of Yeah, they have 28 days to retcon this four more times. I swear to God, if they do anything, if there's any funny business on Raw with this match, I'm not watching Raw until Mania. I'm going to come here week after week and just vent about the same thing over and over again <laughs> and not watch any wrestling. I don't care about build-ups. I don't care about this. I am... I am beyond tired with this. I agree. If they come out and, no, Becky, you're not in the match. You got to have a number one contenders match here. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with it. I cannot do this anymore. I am tired. It's it's cumbersome now. It's like, it's, now it's a chore. Yeah. It shouldn't be a chore. I agree. This is how WWE thinks that, like, these are quote-unquote obstacles that are going to increase the story for when the person finally wins. Like with Roman. When they were trying to crown Roman over Brock, how many times did they have all these quote-unquote obstacles? And they didn't work. No one cared. By the time he fought Triple H at Mania, or Brock at Mania, or Brock at Mania, or Taker at Mania, or like, no one cared any of those times. Because the WWE doesn't know how to set up obstacles. Because they don't have to set up obstacles if they do their job the right way and book things properly then things just happen. Like Becky and Rhonda just happen. <laughs> but instead, they have to put their hands on everything and ruin it. Yep. DQ. It's like having the best team in a league get hyped up as being undefeated, but the only reason they get into the playoffs is because the team lost. It's insane. It's like, you're the Golden State Warriors. That's exactly what I thought. And the only way you get into the playoffs is, is the if lose. the Knicks lose. Yeah. Oh. And then they lose, and you get in, and you're supposed to like your friends supposed to feel good about that. Do you remember when the Rangers were in the were against the Devils? Against the Devils. Yeah, the Lightning had to beat the Penguins for the Rangers to get in. And when we were down two nothing, we were like ah whatever. And then we came back tied and won it in overtime. I don't know about you, but I didn't feel good about backing in. Well, I was happy. Was for it was my first season as a Ranger yeah. fan, and they won the game that I was there, so I was happy about that. Right. But I wasn't happy that I'm like now we have to wait. Well, we didn't have to wait. It was yeah during the game. It was like now we have to wait for Tampa to do the job. Yeah. For us to get in, it was it felt lackluster. I don't I don't like succeeding on someone else's failure. It's like if Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh played the night before, and then we had to win to get in. Exactly. If you have to win to get in and you win, then cool. Mm -hmm. But if you have to depend on someone else to lose for you to win, then that's... That was like me last season with the Giants. I was like, the Giants can conceivably make the playoffs if they win out and all these other teams have to lose. It's insane. Sad. Anyway. I think, unless anyone has anything else to add to what's become a frustration-laden show. Anybody? No, I mean, we could just not... Yeah. 
We'll do we more s- of this complaining on Tuesday, I'm sure. Uh, well, well. Can we just talk about the supercard until Mania? <laughs> <laughs> so that has been our wrap-up of WWE Fastlane 2019. The last stop on the road to WrestleMania. 28 days away in New York, New Jersey at MedLife Stadium. New York, New Jersey? New York, New Jersey metro area. I thought you were building it like Brooklyn, New York, like New York, New Jersey. No, I'm no. gonna be Brooklyn, New York. I, no, like you know how it's like city, city then state, like you were saying. New York no, it's state. New York slash New I Jersey. I get it. I get it. But do you? It's just how. Uh, don't worry. Well, this is WrestleMania, New York. Thanks for ruining that. Takeover is New York. Take yeah. is takeover. Takeover New, New York. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think that every five takeovers that they do in like a city, like you know, I know how they've been doing Takeover Brooklyn. They do take over Chicago. It's going to become, they take over Illinois. Well, it's not Chicago, but you know. Illinois. Yeah. Illinois, whatever. But you get it. Every five, they elevate to the state. I think they just do that because it's. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Bro, it's please, dumb. Please get us home. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Thank you all for listening. You've been catching us here on SoundCloud.com. Slash grapples to apples. Grapples the number two apples. <laughs> if not, you're listening to us on Google Play Music or Apple Podcasts. As always, I have been one of your hosts, Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, because that's who I'll be. Joined by, to my right, the double Z and the double E, Maddie Bizzle. And, and our latecomer of the show, of the episode. <sighs> <laughs> the cream of the crop rice at the top of your boy shades I can't get through the whole thing <laughs> Bizzle just took it all out of me don't forget don't forget to visit all of our social media pages that's facebook.com slash grapples apples and twitter.com slash grapples to apples that's grapples the number two apples don't forget to like comment share subscribe do whatever you gotta do to get us in as many ears as possible as always we love you and we will catch you all next time peace love you. What's next day?